0: this podcast is brought to you by voice of vets voice of vets hear it
1: feel it feel it feel it it. social media has become a convenient platform for individuals to share their opinions and insights about financial markets and most of us will probably find it very hard to believe that information on platforms such as twitter facebook or google blogs might have the power to influence financial markets and in the world of financial investment, timing is everything. And on today's Tech Insights feature, we focus on the influence of social media on financial markets. And to further discuss this with us, we are joined by Kevin Smogerere. He is a qualified chartered accountant, digital tech innovator, a tech entrepreneur. Uh, he is also part of the 2020 South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, Top 35 Under 35. Kevin Smogerere joins us to share his independent Tech Insights about uh, uh, the influence of social media on financial markets. Welcome to Voice of Vets 88.1.
0: Thanks for having me again, RBT.
1: Um, hello to you and
0: hello to the listeners.
1: Now, Kevin, on today's uh, Tech Insights, I mentioned earlier on that our focus is on the influence of social media on financial markets. And to be honest with you, internet and social media has revolutionized how customers and businesses interact We now have new channels such as websites, chat groups, and and emails, just to name a few. How would you say that has significantly affected uh, the consumer-to-supplier relationship, especially amid the lockdown period all over the world? So, Javi, I think it's it's very
0: important uh, to understand that social media and online platforms have become a very popular place For people and businesses to have conversations and to exchange information liberally. So I think what we should definitely take note of is access to information at this point in time is much easier and democratized than ever before because of the ease of access that we have through social media platforms and the electronic devices that we have in order to access these social media platforms. Our mobile devices or cell phones are potentially the, I guess, most important parts of us accessing these platforms. And it's essentially the fingertip, you know, or in our palms, we have access to the world where we can speak to anyone in any corner of the world and share information. And what this means for the consumer and business relationship is that businesses have to make sure that they're consistently Building communities of consumers who believe in their services and products, but at the same time, they need to be there for these consumers in the online space where they are spending more and more of their time. And I think relevant information shows that more and more people around the world are spending much more time on their screens, especially of their mobile devices. And if you're a business at the end of the day who wants to keep in touch with your customers, you need to be on these devices because that's where their eyes are most of the time. And that's the only way in which you will be able to uh, consistently have their customer loyalty for your products and services. So most businesses today need to consider it as a strategy in that if they want consumers to remain loyal and remain uh, consistent purchasers of their products and, and services, they need to have a strategy to engage them digitally through social media platforms and other online sort of interfaces, which they can easily Mm -hmm. access through their mobile and other electronic devices, such as laptops.
1: Now, Kevin, let's get into our main concept of uh, the day, financial markets versus uh, social media. And most of us know what social media is, but not all of us know what exactly financial markets are. How would you simplify the term for us?
0: So financial markets uh, can be quite broad, but I think to simplify it and specifically in relation to today's topic, um, a market is a place where buyers and sellers come together and they exchange value either by buying something or by selling something. And that is premised in making a profit. People buy and sell in order to make a profit. That's how you realize economic value That's how you grow in terms of the utility you have to have more uh, financial wealth and use that in whatever purpose you require um, in your daily life. And that goes for businesses and individuals. So financial markets have to do specifically with the trading of financial assets. And financial assets can come in different forms, the most popular being stocks or shares, um, but there are also other financial assets Um, which, you know, can be elaborated further on. But just to name a few, um, we have cryptocurrencies, which are traded today. We have forex. Uh, We also have option contracts or or derivatives, which have value and can also be traded. Um, So financial markets is the space where these financial assets are essentially traded between willing buyers and willing sellers in order to make a profit. Uh, So simply put, Javi, that is essentially what financial markets are and what they mean for a consumer and business relationship in the sense of trading financial
1: assets today. And like most industries, Kevin, um, the the, the financial industry communicates by sharing information and data via the Internet through social media platforms such as Twitter, uh, Facebook and Instagram. And in the past, uh, I mean, successful decision making was based on knowledge from traditional media, such as newspapers, such as radio, such as TV, and also face-to-face meetings. And with the rise of social media that has changed uh, how people interact nowadays, it has also changed how most financial industries communicate. Let's talk about the influence of social media on financial markets how has it played a role
0: so i think probably the best example of how social media has influenced financial markets is to look at what has happened most recently in the past week or two around a company called gamestop which is essentially mostly an american um, video game retailer which is listed and can be um, traded through the likes of the New York Stock Exchange and Nasdaq. Um, And what has happened is that, you know, in the past nine years or so, there have been various social media platforms that have enabled um, a new class of investors and traders of stocks. And these are typically not the traditional um, investors or traders in companies that we're used to being the professional Wall Street bankers or hedge fund managers. These are ordinary people who now, through electronic devices, such as our cell phones or mobile devices, have access to these stock markets. There are various apps which have now been established over the past couple of years, which make it easy for the ordinary person to trade in stocks, you know, to buy and sell shares in listed companies. Just to name a few, in, in in the United States, probably the most popular one is Robinhood, which has millions of users. It had probably over thirty million users during COVID um, and ongoing. And there's others in the UK. There's Trading Two One Two. In Australia, there's uh, an app called Stake. Um, in India, there's Ind Money. And in South Africa, we have the likes of Easy Equities. And the interesting thing about these platforms is that they allow ordinary people to buy and sell shares very cheaply or for free. So this means the ordinary person can essentially participate in buying shares without having as much money as the professional traditional traders as they would be known. And this is essentially um, giving access to much more people when it comes to the stock market. So through social media, um conversations are increasingly happening social media is becoming a place where not only stories and pictures are exchanged but conversations about important factors around us important events are also happening and influence is becoming a very big part of it so social media influences and communities are now coming together to change the narrative of various aspects of society now if we look at the 2008 and 2009 financial crisis Large financial institutions are largely blamed for the world going into a global recession. And the generation at that time was highly affected by a financial crisis where their parents lost homes, lost jobs, went bankrupt. And that sparked a series of Hollywood movies, such as, you know, The Wolf of Wall Street, The Big Short. Rogue Trader and others, which inspired that generation who are now affected by what happened by in, in the global financial crisis to somehow rebel against the establishment of the big uh, sort of financial institutions. So, Reddit has become a popular uh, platform where a community called Wall Street Bets was established about nine years ago. And in essence, their philosophy over time has been to go against the trading um, sort of predictions. big hedge fund managers and the reason why is to get rich but also to show these big hedge fund hedge fund managers that they at the end of the day have a new power to influence financial markets um and obviously i can further elaborate into the mechanics behind um how that works and essentially how the gamestop story has been unfolding which i think is is quite interesting but that is a very interesting recent case study of the influence of social media on financial markets and how the ordinary person can now drive the creation of value or even the destruction of value when it comes to stock markets.
1: Let's talk about uh, a young person and take it locally. Think about a young person who studies at uh, Vitz University or a young person who is studying at Rosebank College or Boston College or University of Johannesburg. Uh, How can young people In 2021, amid COVID-19, amid lockdown period, take advantage of uh, these uh, financial markets using social media. How can they make it lucrative and perhaps create more jobs for other people, perhaps find means of employment? Yeah, so I think it's it's an interesting one.
0: Um, and, And I must advise that if you're too delve into any investment schemes, um, it's probably best for you to get professional advice or get a professional opinion in order to make sure that you're protected against the risks that uh, come uh, with these activities. Because naturally, with with any activity around investment, um, there's a relationship between risk and reward. And it's important for you to know what you're doing at the end of the day. It's not as simple as having a bit of money, getting into the space, and making a return. You can also lose a lot of money and also you want to make sure you don't do anything illegal. So it's important to also get the right legal advice on how to get into some of these spaces. But I think to maybe bring it home to a young person in South Africa, um, I'll delve deeper into the mechanics of what happened around um, GameStop in the US. And then I guess to have some inspiration, uh, but also some caution can come for the young person in South Africa who wants to get into trading stocks um, and how they can essentially take advantage of that at this point in time. So what happened with GameStop is that GameStop has been a struggling company for some years. Um, The market for retail on video games has definitely been on the decline. And hence, as a company, they have been struggling uh, with that particular narrative. At the same time, COVID, um, being that they had retail stores and shopping malls and shopping centers, further affected their financial performance as sales dropped. So this saw their share price dropping. And hedge fund managers who typically, or a, a section of hedge fund managers, make money through what is called short selling. So this is an opportunity um, in that their business model in order to make money revolves around betting um, for the failure of certain listed companies. And how do they do this? They follow something called short selling, which involves them borrowing shares in these companies which they predict are going to fail, selling those shares, and then putting out a narrative in the market that this company in the future is likely to fail or they wait for the market to realize that the company is likely to fail. And what happens at that point in time, people start selling that share. The share price drops. And because they sold the share at a higher value, they now repurchase these shares in the market at this reduced price and then essentially return uh, these shares to the people who lent them those shares or the institution lent them those shares and make a profit, which is the difference between what they sold for and what they've bought their shares for. Now, these Reddit community followers as being part of a social media community who want to prove a point uh, to these hedge fund managers, watch this activity, and intentionally started buying the shares of GameStop. So, as these hedge fund managers started selling these shares in order to make their profit on the failure, these normal, ordinary followers on Reddit um, as a social media platform started buying the share in order for its price to, to go up. And what did that mean? This messed up the investment scheme of these hedge fund managers who were essentially betting on its failure. So now they were forced to buy shares. Earlier than anticipated, in order to settle the loans that they took to borrow shares initially, and they lost billions. And these ordinary people made millions, and they created a lot of hype in order to, you know, push this trend by buying shares and putting out a narrative on social media that, hey, my name is so and so, and I've made this much money from buying shares in GameStop. Do the same. Um, and this is not a new phenomenon. We've also seen this in the cryptocurrency space, where a TikTok influencer. Um, influenced uh, TikTok followers um, and other members of the ordinary trading community uh, community to buy a cryptocurrency called Dogecoin. And he essentially created a video which said, if you buy Dogecoin, you are going to get rich. And because people believe that, they all bought into Dogecoin and Dogecoin's price shot up. Um, So it's very interesting to note the opportunity here, right? There was an opportunity for ordinary people, young people, to use applications like Robinhood, Um, South African equivalent could potentially be the likes of easy equities to buy these shares um, without much of a fee that they need to pay. And then off the hype that's happening off the social media platform, make some money as well. So some identify as an opportunity to become millionaires. However, one would caution in that these activities do not last long. Even though it's not illegal, Uh, to essentially drive hype around a particular um, stock and it goes up and you make money, it doesn't last for long. So what happened eventually is regulators started paying attention. And these apps, such as Robinhood, which were the platforms which people were buying shares in GameStop, started restricting trades in order to make sure that the stock market doesn't crash. And what has happened subsequently to that, we've seen volatility where, the share price for GameStop started dropping. So those who started buying out of the curve have potentially lost a lot of money. Or those who are locked in may start losing a lot of money. So you need to be aware of those factors if you decide you're going to make money in the space. Um, it's very volatile. and But I guess it's an interesting trend to note going forward in terms of how can the ordinary person now participate in the stock market. It's easier now more than ever. Uh, because of apps such as the likes of Easy Equities, which now make it possible for you as an ordinary person to buy shares very cheaply in listed companies and commodities and cryptocurrencies all
1: over the world. All right, because here's the thing. I always get messages from people on on Facebook um, messaging me and asking me to join their groups, their forex trading groups, of which I don't because of, uh, you might find uh, or a these uh, groups are not legit. And uh, some people do that to scam others. And, and I thought to myself, well, I always get all these messages only on Facebook. Twitter, I don't normally get all these Forex trading messages from people asking me to be part of their groups. Uh, I also don't receive them on Instagram. And I thought to myself, w- which social media has a huge influence and impact on financial market? Which one would you say has that huge influence? I think it's not easy to pinpoint a specific social media
0: platform or type of social media. I think, you know, it, it all depends at the end of the day on the intentions behind the people or institutions or businesses that are trying to essentially get in touch with you and communicate with you. And also it depends on your user habits um, in relation to which social media do you most relate to and resonate with, and where do you spend most of your time? Um, so I think when it comes to access to information about financial markets, you can access this information when it comes to social media through almost any platform. There are influencers on Twitter, for example, who are influencing financial markets. There's quite a famous influence at this point in time who's mocking uh, big bankers and hedge fund managers in terms of their investment methodologies Mm -hmm. by posting a video where he says, look, I've made money by taking guesses on stocks. In fact, he takes a Scrabble bag of letters and he pulls out letters. And then whatever letter he pulls out, he essentially finds a stock where the name of that stock starts with that letter and he says, right, I'm going to buy into that share. And his philosophy at the end of the day is that stocks or shares will always go up in value over time, which technically is true. And he's made money, although he's also made some losses. But his bank balance has become richer and richer. And people follow him and do the same thing. And when you have this collective of people following Mm. what he does, we now have an interesting phenomenon in the market where it seems it's no longer based on fundamentals of is the underlying performance of the company... Positive. It's more around what is the popular sentiment? Let's all buy this share because this guy says so. Um, so I think that's what is happening through the social media world. And hence you're likely to get more and more communications through various social media platforms because there are people who are working very hard to influence others into getting into some of these investment schemes. And it's therefore up to you uh, who gets this information to educate yourself about the merits of these investment schemes, but also the risks because not all of them are
1: legit, as as you've mentioned, Harvey. As one of legit, is there a way to tell whether the information provided is legit? Is there a way to tell, okay, uh, well, this person who has just uh, sent me a message on Facebook is indeed a true Forex trader or a true Bitcoin expert or a true a financial market expert, because it's easy for individuals to share false information. It's also easy for individuals to deceive other people, uh, and also rob them of their money. Uh, it's it's also easy to fall for a scam. And I remember back in twenty thirteen, a fake tweet broke out asserting that explosions at uh, the White House had injured Barack Obama that had a huge influence on the financial markets. But is there a way to tell whether the information provided is legit or fake? Um, So it's,
0: it's not that easy. Um, You might need to have a bit of a trained eye um, to, to distinguish who is a reliable person or institution in the space and who's not. Um, But at, the end of the day, I think what's most important is that you should take your time to do your research. And if you take enough time, you should get to a certain level of comfort as to how reliable is the person or institution or the information that you've come across in relation to investment and financial decisions. So it's very important to notice that there are regulators in in your relevant country um, that ultimately are responsible for the accreditation of financial advisors and financial institutions. So you can quickly reference through those institutions or regulators, whether that person or institution is registered accordingly to give you financial investment advice. Um, And then when it comes to um, sort of presence on, on social media and the internet, doing a simple Google search about the person or institution can also reveal some information to you. Um, people who are legitimate do as much as possible to have a credible profile on the internet. You can find the LinkedIn profiles. You can find the websites to their companies. You can find some references. Uh, you can find some kind of display of their track record or work previously done. And what that should help you with is, is you should be able to speak to other people who've engaged with these individuals or institutions to find out, indeed, if these institutions or people are real, legitimate, and reliable. And in addition to that, you need to educate yourself on how, you know, finance or the world of investments works, so that when eventually you're given information about how a particular product will make you rich, and is going to give you a certain return, based on your education and learning and exposure, which is all accessible And various platforms on the internet, if you look for it, you should be able to make a bit more of an educated guess as to how reliable is the information that has been given to you. So I think, Javi, even though there is a sea of confusion and it may not always be easy to determine how legitimate people are, there are definitely ways to get some level of comfort as to should you proceed or not? And if you do proceed, how comfortable can you be?
1: Um, through the various avenues that that I've mentioned. I mean, the best advice that we can give a listener is that whenever you get uh, messages from people uh, telling you to join their groups, either be it Bitcoin, be it Forex trading or any other um, uh, investments uh, that are involved in the financial markets, all they have to do is to make sure they go out there and do their Research before even joining all these groups that might be of uh, people's trying to scam them. It's very important. Kevin Simoguere, uh we can uh, talk the whole day about how social media uh, influence financial markets. But I think we just have to end it here. Thank you so much for joining us. Where can people get hold of you?
0: Um, you can get hold of me at Twitter. My handle is at Kevin Sim. And you can email me at naptalks at gmail.com.
1: All right, uh, that was uh, Kevin Simoguerere joining us on the show to talk about uh, his uh, uh, independent insights about the influence of social media on financial markets. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vitz.
0: By, by Voice of Vitz. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1, 88.1. or
1: streams by Stream. www.vowfm.co.za.